Brought to you by Make Fun Network. Welcome to the top five of death. When listeners vote, and everyone dies. Listen, I'm done. Hello, everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of the Top 5 of Death. I'm your host, Maddie uh, Fish in the Frying Pan Bistany. Wow. Yeah. And I'm here with. Where did um, this come from? Where did Fish in the Frying Pan come from? I, honestly, God, that's a damn good question. Where, why did I pull that out? I'm trying to why think. Why did you pull that out? I'm trying to think where, where something hit me about fish. I don't know. I have no interesting. You know I'm just that creative. I guess so. You're amazing. I am amazing. And joined with me, as always, is Matt. Uh, mm-hmm. Ten mm-hmm. fingers deep. Pina. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Is that worse? I think that's cool. <laughs> you think that's cool? Yeah. You, I you guess wanna... it depends on what it's in. Yeah. Let's just move on. Do you want to be fish in the frying pan? No. <laughs> exactly. No. Could be that worse. one's better, and you deserve it. Thank you. Thank you. Matt, how you been? I'm good. I'm good. What if your deepest, darkest fantasies came true this week? I don't know if you realize. They did? Hold on. I'm yeah. gonna, on the onset, I have, to, I have to bring this up before we get into it. Okay. All right, everyone. We know uh-huh. we have some audio issues. Yeah, okay. my mic sucks ass. And it's your fault. You fucking bought it. Uh, nothing he's saying is untrue. <laughs> But I, listen, when I bought him the mic, okay, it was an initial investment. So it wasn't like I had, you know, years of uh, dedicated um, loyalty to you podcasting. You promised me this yet. was top of the line. I did not say that. I said, said it's, Matt, I'm going to send you a mic at top of the line. I said it's top of the line if you're poor. Okay. <laughs> I don't remember that part. <laughs> well, I didn't want to insult you. Well, I bought a medium of the line if you're poor, Mike. Yes, and he, I'm. He, we're, I'll use it next week. He said that to me before. This is the second week. This is like a year. It feels like that's right. He bought that mic eight years ago. <laughs> but anyway, the the point is, we apologize. Just please bear with us one more episode. Well, just one, guys. <sighs> yeah, it's all we're asking. But it's we're we're fully aware. I'm a big stickler on uh, quality. This isn't up to my standards, but wow, it it is what it is for the time being. Um, so, fingers crossed. Next week we'll have some big audio improvements, um, and it'll be great. Obviously, it's just me and Matt this week. Uh, I think we'll have a third next week, depending on the topic, but we'll figure it out. Anyway, anyway, Matt, what came true? My deepest darkest secrets. What happened? Um, the death toll at the Titanic has risen. (laughs) (laughs) Did I say something about that? (laughs) I don't know. I I feel like that's a fun thing. You always wanted the Titanic's death toll to be a little bit higher. Uh, yeah. So yeah, we can just jump into it. So, uh, that was going to be one of my news stories for sure. Yeah. Um, it's one of my favorite. I mean, it's awful. I don't like it when when anybody dies, but Thank I just find this so funny. 
it's pretty it's a pretty wild scenario. Yeah. And I definitely want to echo your sentiment of I don't like when anybody dies. Mhm. And I got to be honest here, it's I don't know what's more shocking. I don't know it's if shocking is the right word. I guess I'm still just taken aback when I see people cheering yeah. for other people's like death. That's true. This one maybe has gone a bridge too far with people like fuck these rich people that died. Yes. But on the other hand, Matt. Yes. I think it's hilarious that people died visiting other people's gravesite. <laughs> I'll put it this way. I'll put it this way. I totally agree with you. I think I think there are, you know, you can make lighthearted, you know, jokes about any situation. I'm very much a firm believer of that. Same. But I think being happy for or cheering on somebody yeah. else's demise Boo. strictly because of they are of a certain economic status, <laughs> I think is very hypocritical of the people making those claims. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Um, but anyway, to your point, yeah, the whole it's it's nuts. The it's great. Like the every time I this story comes up again in my news, I read like a new thing has come out. Um, it's controlled by a twenty dollar PlayStation control for a PS two controller controls this ship and it's like how the fuck who's paying a quarter mil for that yeah i get a dualshock 5 did you um did you hear the the latest the latest What's, news maybe uh, the about the US navy maybe uh the US navy were fully aware of the moment of the sub's implosion with their detection you know super secret detection machines that they have oh um so they were aware of it and they kind of sat on that information which is weird that is weird yeah but they pretty much came out today like yeah we knew this happened um just so ah. does that mean they have like did did is it like secret we can tell if there's a submarine around by the noise and i would assume it's probably something like that or is it like we have microphones on the titanic just in case <laughs> like, what does Titan that mean the, the titanic was the original psyop and it's actually an underwater sea base and this thing got too close and they uh they, they took too, it out too close to jack yeah oh my god i i want to choose i want to believe in that i want to believe that <laughs> that the titanic is a base with fucking <laughs> that's dumb i love this um, which is also weird to me about the whole Titanic being in the news is I shit you not last week, last week, I just discovered before this whole thing happened, I just discovered a new conspiracy theory involving the Titanic that I had just what? heard about. And I was like, Oh, interesting. I want to look more into that. And then three days later, this whole story broke out. Do you think this is all just a ploy to get you from researching the other Titanic? Listen, like they Matt know. knows too much already. <laughs> I know it's a psyop. <laughs> I know okay? it. I'm, I'm already that far. Uh huh. So all I need to do is just do a little more googling. Okay. So what's the what's the okay? Is it that that it it it's actually not the Titanic? It's the other ship. Yes, that one. So yeah. the 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 conspiracy theory is that 
There were two ships. There's the Titanic, Titanic? and then there's an, uh, a sister ship called the Olympique. Oh, okay. Um, and the thing was, was the, the, what was supposed to be the Titanic, uh, was damaged. I'm sorry. Let me rephrase that. The Titanic was fine. The Olympique was damaged, uh, before it was ready to sail. Oh, so yes. I know this. So the, for insurance. So for insurance, yeah, yeah. JP Morgan, uh, who was like the financier. Also, I mean, we have to disclose, they also fund this podcast. That's true. Uh, we are very much a J.P. Morgan chase, uh, just like Epstein. Just like Epstein. Hey, did we know him? Maybe. No. Well, okay. Listen, I never met him personally. <laughs> did we share emails? We were on some email chains. Us and J.P. Morgan Chase, and then Epstein. <laughs> and Epstein. And just asking about interest rates, it was nothing. Right. I saw all of the Hillary Clinton emails ordering different cheese pizzas. All of the code. Uh, fucking Anthony Weiner definitely <laughs> has shit on his laptop that no one's allowed to see. <laughs> I digress. <laughs> anyway, so the conspiracy theory about the Titanic is mm-hmm. that. So the Olympique wasn't insured, but it got damaged. So they swapped the ships. Uh, they just changed their names out. And the Olympique went out uh, fully insured because they thought it was the Titanic. And then that it wasn't an iceberg that took out the Titanic. It was uh, detonated explosives in the hull that breached the hull and sank the ship. Mm-hmm. Um, a couple more things to that is the day of the sailing, the three like major stakeholders in the Titanic, JP Morgan and two other people decided that day that they were not they going to go. sell on That's it. Right. That's However, right. they're like financial rivals who were opposed to <laughs> starting the federal reserve that they wanted to do, uh, did sail on the ship. Yep. So that's the theory is that they intentionally sank the ship with their rivals on and in the, to collect the insurance money, um, for the, the ship itself. So, Check and me. then, this little dink sub got too close <laughs> to the base and got imploded. <laughs> but that's that's neither here nor there. That is yeah. a new story. Um, but yeah, man, if if you're happy that like a quote unquote billionaire died, you need to like reassess your life and just focus on you, my brother. <laughs> because like, don't worry about it. Don't worry how much money somebody has or whatever or whatever they way to they, they decide to spend their money. They're still human beings. It's this is true. It's just not. It's not the. It's not the flex you think it is. Right. <laughs> you just look like an asshole. Um. Yeah. So yeah, that that happened. That's a that's an insane story. Then the Navy knew it happened, and I don't know. I think more is going to come out about that. It's my favorite news story in a long time. It's so crazy. It is. There's a lot. To I don't it. understand people that are, are going to sign up. So to, to get in some guy's summary. <laughs> hey, Phil, you're sub ready yet? Yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it's great. That's yeah, fine. Do you have seats? No, you don't need them. Yeah, they weigh it down. I'm, I'm going for speed, not depth. <laughs> yeah, this is one of the fast subs. Yeah, it sinks right to the bottom. <laughs> um, so here's the thing about that, right? People are like, to your point of like, I can't believe who would want to do that. It's the same reason why, and not to, ugh, I hate the fact we already joked about Epstein, but like not to like do that, like bring that up. But when, when people uh, like can do whatever they want, 
The uh, only yeah. thing, the only thing that like excites them is the thing they're not supposed to do. Yeah, yeah. It's just human nature. Not to do. Yeah, yep. it's like it's the only satisfaction or thrill that they can get is like, well, I could sit and enjoy the rest of my life and just you know go wherever I wanted and eat the finest foods forever, but I've already done that for ten years. Right. Uh, and this guy has an island. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm gonna go do that, uh, or I'm gonna get in this friggin' sub made out of tinfoil. A hundred percent. So we agree. The people that bit, that were in the submarine were also on Epstein's island. <laughs> They're all listen. We're all on the same email chain. Um, same guy, same guy. Yeah, it's all the same. But that what a crazy, what a fun way to start an episode of the pod. <laughs> yeah, there's a few. There's a few other uh, news stories I kind of wanted to touch upon. But I, I mentioned it to Matt because I was like, I want to talk about a few news stories. I think I want to. I, I think week to week, I think I want to hit on some. Some news stories just to kind of like, I don't know, stay, stay relevant. They're like things that like I'm interested in. It is our show. Um, so there's a few things, but then I also told him, I was like, all my, all the things I want to talk about are just like, said you were scared. I wasn't scared. I'm just being courteous for your life, courteous to the listeners and the show. I've already, listen, I've already like stepped in it with people. I, I tweeted one thing on like the new, uh, like not even new. I just took the Twitter back, right? I was just like, ah, oh, I gotta start socially like making our presence known. And, yeah. Like I tweeted something, and then like old hosts were like, "Don't use the fucking show podcast for that. My name's attached to it." It's like you <laughs> haven't been on the show in three fucking years, and also I don't talk to you. We're not friends. You're not gonna tell me how to fucking <laughs> use my Twitter handle for my fucking show, so you can go fuck right off. God, the the fucking ego of some people to be like, oh, listen, I'm real important, and my name's attached to it, and I don't like what you're saying, because people are going to go back fucking three and a half years into a podcast that fucking barely touches the scales, and they're going to find me, and they're going to cancel me for what you're saying. For what it's worth, I don't like most of the things you say. I know, but you're here. and I'm at like 99-ish percent. Yeah. But, but I'm here because I'm not a coward, Matt. That's the difference is your cowardice level is very low. <laughs> no With that being heart. said, I'd like to talk about the fact that the Holocaust may not have happened. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh. I didn't see it. Yeah. Uh, it didn't happen. Um, <laughs> no, but I was just like, ah. So I don't know. So a few things like... uh to touch upon that yeah. I think were like I'm excited. Let's hear it. Um the Professor Hotez Joe Rogan uh RFK drama oh, in yeah. the world. I've heard <laughs> briefly about this, but I really don't know anything about it. Okay. I'll I'll give you the cliff notes for those who don't know. Okay. Professor Peter Hotez is a vaccine uh you know professor it's like a vaccine quote unquote expert he's a virologist He's been on all of the news stations forever. You'd probably recognize him. He wears a lab coat. He has a bow tie. It's like a, he always has like a microscope in his like (laughs) video. Does he he think he has to use the costume every time he's on screen? The funny thing is a lot of people who aren't aware, that's like the first thing they pick up on the go. Is this guy at home? And if he's at home, why is he wearing (laughs) a lab coat? coat? I think that's very funny. Anyway, he's kind of been trotted out as a vaccine expert by a lot of the mainstream media over the three years. He's been on Joe Rogan's podcast. When he was on Joe Rogan's podcast, uh, Joe Rogan very much kind of, you know, pushed, you know, 
pushed against him on he pretty much Joe Rogan pretty much called him out and be like, Yeah, the vaccines are cool, awesome. Are there anything is there anything else that people can do like exercise or take vitamins? And then this doctor, who's essentially telling everyone to friggin' get the vaccine, was like, eh, I am notorious for eating junk food and I don't exercise. So Joe Rogan was like, hold on. <laughs> so you're giving medical advice when you yourself are just essentially saying that you have no concern about like realistic, holistic ways that people could become healthier and then in turn have better chances of survival or, you know, getting sick in general. And so like that was kind of like questionable. And to that point, I'm like, ah, whatever, I get it. There's a lot of stuff that I would tell people to do that I myself don't do. So it's right. like, I don't, I don't hold that against them too, too much. But at the same time, I'm not getting on like, I'm not having people reference me to set fucking mandates at places of work to be like, do this or you're fired. So it's a little bit more larger stakes. So anyway, so that happened months ago. And then RFK, uh, Democratic presidential candidate, Robert Kennedy Jr. <laughs> was on Joe Rogan last week. And they had a long form discussion uh, about vaccines and the COVID vaccine and uh, a, a lot of things like that. Like uh, RFK wrote a book called The Real Anthony Fauci. Um, and the thing about RFK is he gets he gets outright labeled just like an absolute quack, lunatic, fringe guy, you know, tinfoil hat, anything they can like plaster against him. Yeah. The problem with that is that over the past three years, everyone that they've labeled that about certain things have kind of come to come to be correct in the end. And it's been hard to kind of push that anymore. So RFK was on Joe Rogan making his case, citing a lot of things. And for those that don't know, RFK is a environmental lawyer. Um, that's kind of has been his claim to fame. He he's like the guy who sued all the companies that were dumping into the Hudson River and got the river cleaned up. He's a big environmental kind of, um, I won't say activist, but he's, it, it's, it's something that he cares about. And, um, and now he's kind of like taking on vaccines. He has a lot of questions. He does, he cites a lot of sources. He cites a lot of studies and he said some things in reference to Peter Hotez and Joe Rogan asked him if he's ever debated anybody on these topics. And he's pretty much been like, I've tried to have conversations and, you know, um, dialogues with a lot of people and people just won't do it. So that kind of ended there. Then Peter Hotez goes on Twitter and essentially posts a vice article and just like with the caption that like, uh, Spotify isn't even trying anymore to monitor Joe Rogan's podcast with RFK and all the misinformation that he's spreading. So that's what Peter Hotez did right through the first punch. No one yeah. was talking about him. It could have just been, this thing could have been dead in the water. The news cycle would have continued on and whatever. So then Joe, who doesn't post on Twitter a lot, and also for, for what you think of Joe Rogan, you're not going to deny the fact that he has hands down the largest audience yeah, in the of, world. of anyone of in the anything. world, easily, yeah. right? Easily, yeah. easily, easily. It's the biggest place to do anything. Um, so Joe Rogan kind of was like, hey, if what you think RFK is saying is is misinformed or disinformation, will you come on my podcast to have a debate with RFK with no time limit? Um, puts throws the gauntlet right. So now you're now like you're fucked. 
<laughs> essentially yeah. the guy with the big, biggest audience is being like, and not even in a mean way. He was like, Hey, you're like an expert and you think what this guy's saying is incorrect. And Joe's not saying he believes one way or the other, whatever. He's just being like, you both have different opinions and a lot of people subscribe to each. Why don't we just hash it out? And like the people can have like, uh, you know, can, can be better off for it. Peter Hotez writes another tweet scathing Joe Rogan and calling him like a compare, like making a, a loose tide between him and like being a fascist or like <laughs> whatever. So Joe, and, but he deletes it, but not before Joe Rogan sees it and like fucking screen caps it. <laughs> this is the most dramy, dramedy drama ever. Yeah. So then he fucking, so Joe Rogan again with the biggest audience <laughs> ever pretty much says, Hey, I saw the tweet you deleted and like post a screen cap. And he's like, I'm offering you $100,000 to the charity of your choice just for you to come on my show and have this discussion with RFK with no time limit. And now he's been like triple dog dared. <laughs> it's right. the fucking, for someone who's been spent years telling people to get vaccinated, why they should get vaccinated, all these things. So proof positive on his stance on being very pro vaccine, even today, um, says he won't do it. Just ignores it. It dodges a question. Joe asks him again. He goes, I'm clear. He goes, that's a non-answer. I'm clearly asking you. Oh, no. Peter Hotez's response was, I'll come on your show by myself to talk to you, Joe. And he's like, no, 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 no. Joe's like, no, that's a non-answer. I asked you, you know, to clearly come on my show to debate RFK. He just outright dodges it, says no. There's, now there's blood in the water. And now everyone who's been clamoring to have these fucking discussions, right. everyone who's been kicked off of Twitter, uh, you know, YouTube censored, this, that, the other thing, it's it's everywhere. This happens like Saturday night. It's fucking everywhere on Twitter. I stayed up late just reading tweets because I was like, I can't get enough of this. <laughs> People well, clearly started, he should debate. Well, it gets Don't worse. Don't be a coward about it. Go debate. It, it's, it gets worse. More people jumped in offering more money. Matt. It's up to $2.62 million of people donating money for this debate to happen. And all Peter Hotez is doing is going on friendly echo chamber mainstream media shows that don't want him to debate, posting articles about people who write why he shouldn't debate. The whole defense is like, you shouldn't debate conspiracy theorists, uh, conspiracy theorists, quote unquote, because it it gives, it gives them, um, gives them a platform. No, it gives them like validity to their point, right? Right. But at this point, like, how could you not? You have right. like the whole world being like, hey, you told me to get a vaccine. This guy says that it's not great. Will you talk to him in front of me, please? Right. And he's like, no. So what a lot of people are, are saying is like, if you, how can you ask, like, how can you have any, how can anyone have any trust if you can't even defend your position and you're not even allowed to question it, that's like, it's doing so much fucking harm between the institutions and people that it's like, it's, it's, it's insane to me, but I just, like you just said, you know how I am. Don't make a point or don't say anything. If you're not ready to defend it, I'll defend anything that I have a belief in at any fucking given time. The only way, the only way I wouldn't is if I made a point that I wasn't ready to back up and someone called me on it, I would immediately go, you know what? You're right. I, I don't know enough about this yet to have enough, 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 enough of an opinion to say what I had just said. I'm sorry. Let, I'll look into it and I'll get back to you. Like 
It's that fucking simple. Right. But if you're going to make a fucking strong opinion, <laughs> a strong point, and the son's going to go, hey, let's have a conversation. And you go, no, I don't have to. <laughs> it's like, all right. So then his whole thing was, uh, I'm not going to debate someone who's, you know, who doesn't understand the science or like the, you know, uh, the, the complexity of what we're talking about. So then all the other people who have been censored are like, you know, all these other MDs, Dr. Peter McCullough, uh, Robert Malone, uh, Brett Weinstein, debate them. They're all PhDs in your field that disagree with what you're saying. And he won't debate them. He won't debate anybody. It's like, it's, it's, well, to be fair. Yes. I do understand if somebody's like, I'm not good at that. So that was another thing too, is Joe Rogan said, if you're not the person for this debate, can you recommend somebody who is? Yeah. So someone in the field who's pro this has to step up. You can't, you can't be, you can't hold that position and refuse to defend it when called on. It's just, it's not fair to, to literally the world. (laughs) Yeah. Um, and I totally agree with you. Not everyone's good at debates. And RFK is a, a litigating Especially lawyer. for something like that, of like, exactly, like RFK is a fucking politician. Like, yeah. You, you're you made in a lab to debate. Totally um, fair point. Yeah. But again. That's the, that's the only, and I think you're 100% right. Okay, if it's not you, let's get somebody who. Shares your can, And then just, let's just have it out. Millions of dollars to your favorite fucking charity. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and that's just been like enraging to me. Because it's like literally something I hold so dear. I have so many friends that post stuff and I just like, I have like a meltdown in my head because I know that no one's going to challenge them on it. And what they're saying is so like ideologically opposed to like my belief, or I know for a fact that they're incorrect or they're just unaware of something. Right. But I know they're not looking for a debate. They just want to fucking say what they have to say collect their high fives and be on their way. And it's just like, oh, it's so fucking, it kills me. It kills me so much. So this is like that on a grand national scale. The only thing I'm finding any solace in is the fact that so many people are like, you're fucking wrong. You've lied about too much. The only reason you won't debate because you know you're going to fucking lose on the merits. Um, And you're, it's just like the, the, the mask. Well, you can't assume that. I'll assume it. Well, you can't. Sure. Fine. You can. But you can't just say it as fact. But that's the, that's what they're hoping for. That's their whole argument is like, well, if they never prove them wrong, then the question's always there. That's like their strategy. And I think that's horseshit and unfair. Yeah, I, I, I totally agree. And I think I, I get the, what if you get into a semantics argument or an argument where we're just going down this rabbit hole of what is truth? Like if they can't. If you can't find a common ground, a common basis of what is truth and in a debate like this, then all you will do is lose because the other person can just scream whatever they want at you. And then you're like, but you're not understanding X. Like you're moving on in the debate when we haven't, we haven't been able to agree on step one. Yeah. Moving the goalposts. But I think, but that's why I think like. That's why I think Joe Rogan is the perfect place for that because he, yeah, I agree he, too. he wouldn't I think let he that actually happen. He cares about what is true. Yeah, he wouldn't let that happen. And he and if he didn't understand it, then he knows that his audience wouldn't understand it. Mm-hmm. And he would make sure he'd be like, you need to make me understand what you're saying because I guarantee you if I'm not understanding it, there's a good amount of people listening who don't understand. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, that, that was like my biggest news story of the week, that in the submarine thing, so- <sighs> I'm so happy I got to just talk. 
<laughs> oh my God. I'm going to blow up one day. Yeah. I, no, I know you are. 100%. Um, a hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. That's written. That's written in stone. My biggest, my biggest for the week. Yeah. Was the submarine thing. All right. That's okay. my favorite news story for this week. There's a lot I just of, think it's so absurd. There's a lot of meat on that bone. Yeah. Um, the only other thing, um, I want to touch upon is only because I just read it like an hour before we started. Um, are you familiar with the convention E3? Uh, Electronics Entertainment Expo? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently you are. Um. I haven't heard that in a while. Did it die? It didn't, ha- it got canceled last year and it looks okay. like it's already been canceled for 24 and 25. But why? Um, so not exactly sure. E3 has always been like the big one. But yeah. but the the problem is with with conventions is everyone's doing their own. Uh, Xbox right. does their own convention. Yep. But Nintendo uh, does. Nintendo yep. does. PlayStation. Um, yeah, PlayStation definitely does. Um, and then big enough developer, they have BlizzCon. BlizzCon. Yeah. Right. So it's like there's like there's no longer a need to have a big showing at like a multi, you know. Uh, platform convention PAX East also or PAX in general, but PAX East suffers from this as well. But PAX East has at least done the smart pivot to, you know, they always did board games too, but they're also very much like indie game focused. Yep. Um, yep. So at least their conventions still happen and they're like, it's a bummer because people are always like, what big showings are there going to be at PAX East? And it's just gets smaller and smaller every year. But, um, they still have a ton of like indie developers that go there. So if you're into that sort of thing, it's still fun. I didn't go last year because they're fucking absolutely insane about COVID still, even though we're well past it. I'm, I'm fucking fingers crossed that they don't fucking have a mask mandate this upcoming year. If they do, I don't know what I'm going to (laughs) do. Last year, this past March, a few months ago, still mask mandate. Yeah. It's like you, we, what, what science are you looking at? That they don't I'm even have a mass at? mandate in hospitals anymore. I know. I know. <laughs> That's, but like the, the, the hospital, like a uh, mass mandate getting lifted in the PAX one is a difference of like 90 days. It's like, yeah. dude, what are you doing? Like, right. I, I don't know. It was just, it blew my mind that like, you would think that anything that would potentially, uh, hinder attendance or money. You would immediately want to they get rid of it. dive at it. But yep. these people are so like, I don't know, ideologically captured. They're like, no, the mask is family. And it's like, <laughs> I don't know. It's just, it was such a bizarre decision. So I don't get it. But whatever, I'm fingers crossed that that they don't do that because I don't participate in anything that's, that requires either a, a vaccine or a mask. It's just, I don't, I can't support it. But I love PAX. I would love to go back. I will go back if they do that, so. Fingers crossed. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I think your your stance on mask is a little bit too. Who cares? Put on I a care. dumb fucking mask. No, but that's the problem. I you listen. I have you have to draw the line somewhere. Mask is a weird one for me. That is to me. That's an ideo- ideological line that like the right has adopted for no reason. Mm, nah, I no for no it, reason. It's so useless. I'm not asking you to strip naked. Put on a mask so you might not get this fat old fucking lady killed. But that, that's but but that's so 
not true. It's it's proven over and over again that that's not true. What's proven? Masks don't that masks don't help. That's insane, Matt. <laughs> oh my! I'm so sorry to tell you, it's it's like <laughs> over and done. It's, it's very much over and done. It's not. If you wear an N95 mask, you can't even blow out a fucking candle. If you wear an N, all right, I'll put it this way. Do, Why do you think doctors wear it in in surgery? And they just made you stop wearing them in hospitals. What? No, the, I don't disagree with you. I think it's ridiculous, but I also think like to say that they don't work is that's just plain Jane. You picked a side and you're sticking with it. No, because I can tell you exactly why that's true. I can tell you why, exactly why in a short in a, why the masks don't aren't uh, aren't effective in stopping mass spread of any uh, any infection, flu or any 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 aerosol distributed infection. Why? Because the viruses themselves are smaller particle wise than any mask is designed to stop. False. Not false. False. Because <laughs> what are the what are the particles? What do they travel through? The size of the uh, the size of a COVID virus yep. is measured in microns. Yeah. Yes. But so what you, do they travel on? I mean, they're aerosols. Well, water droplets. Yeah, but even still, listen. I'll put it this way: if I all right, this is such a me example. If you if I if you have an M95 on and right. I fart in your face. Yeah. Do you think you'll smell it? Yes. Okay. Eventually. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Okay. So, what's stopping you from passing if a fart can 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 do that? Then why can't a virus that's much smaller than a fart? Because it's not just about whether it can or can't eventually. It's also about time. Yes. If you stay in a building for long enough, it doesn't matter if you have a mask on or not. That's 100% true. But if uh, you're passing yes. through a building, your chance. Yes. But that yeah. is also the reason why they're not effective as a communal policy. Because people stay in buildings for X amount of hours? If you're at PAX East, you're in the building all day. So to your point, I agree with you. It's not going to matter. Yeah. Right. Yes. Yeah, so so there's agree. no reason to have a, there's no reason to have any mandate about wearing a mask because they don't work. Uh, yeah. I, well, it depends on the location and how long you plan on staying there. hundred percent. Yeah. But I know, but you just moved the goalpost of what we're talking about. <laughs> no, I didn't. I said just a, a whole cloth of, of people like I will never wear a mask is insane. It's so ridiculous. Otherwise, why would doctors not, why do doctors, doctors wear them at all during surgery? Because it stops some things. Right. It, it stops not, what can travel on water droplets that come out of your mouth and nose. It mitigates them. It's not like a hard mitigate, stop. That's a better word. Yes, yeah, mitigates mitigate. them. Yep. Right. But enough of the virus can escape that it can cause transmission. Oh, 100%. Yeah. So it's it's like, it's, it's I'll put it But way. it mitigates the risk. That's all, that's all virus is about. Virus, virus protecting yourself against anything airborne is just mitigation. Yes, but they they've since have done studies, uh, random random control trial studies of mask wearing and communal spread, and it's it's always been every time they do that, only one of two things happened, either is determined that it does not reduce the amount of communal spread to have any sort of tangible uh, effect, or the results are inconclusive. <laughs> but there's never been a study, not a single one ever done that's ever been pro 
the amount of reduction in communal spread is sufficient enough to warrant the mandating of masks. It's just never happened. You'll never find one. It's never happened. But anyway, to your point of people who just refuse to wear the mask for whatever, yeah, I'll I'll 100% concede that some of those people aren't as privy as to what I'm saying and they're just assholes. <laughs> and they just like they just don't want to do it, right? Right. Um 100%. And I'd say a good amount of people are like that. And uh, listen, here's another that's thing. That's not to say also like being on an airplane and you're in a tight confined space with a bunch of people and there's a mask mandate, but the mask mandate isn't there when you eat food. <laughs> <laughs> Right. Actually, uh, let me ask you, you know this, what it, like, I had, I've, I've not tried to pretend like <laughs> their policies there are, are sound. I've been on a plane to like Spain and it's like, you can only take your mask. She was like, you can, I had my mask down cause I just took a sip of a drink and you she's like, you have to put Republican. it back on if you're not drinking. And I wanted to be like, do you not see how dumb that is? <laughs> oh, th- th- that's probably my biggest gripe is like everyone pretending like that any of this made any sense. You go into a restaurant with the mask, you take it off when you're sitting take down. Take it off when you, you start, start 100%. Like, guys, come, like, that's, and, and to my point earlier when you were like, it's so stupid, just put on the mask, it doesn't matter. It does matter because that's how we get into situations where everyone is just willfully compliant on something that everyone in the room knows that it doesn't make sense and they just do it anyway. Yeah. It's a dangerous thing. Um. Anyway, the only thing I wanted to ask you about the plane thing, which I think is, which I thought was interesting, Mm. um, as far as like masking or whatever, and you can probably speak to this. Well, I don't know, right? You being a pilot doesn't mean like you're fucking well versed (laughs) in commercial craft, but you have probably better insight than I. Um, so they did studies, um, about the spread of COVID on a plane in regards to whether or not to wear masks and like, and how it's like the safest place. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. It was cleaner than hospital air. (laughs) Right. Right. I was like. So, so for them, for someone to be like, here's the concluded study of science, here's our method, right. and here's our result, can we not wear masks on the plane? And they go, no, you right. still got to wear them. And it's like, all right, now who's being an asshole? Right. So I just, I just want people to be able to think critically. I want people to be able to question things. And I don't want people to appeal to authority so much so. That they're doing things that they know deep down make no fucking sense. Like, I just want people to, 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 to like, uh, not be afraid to just be like, no, this is, this doesn't make any sense to me. Cause here's the other thing right. too. If all that shit worked and people saw that it worked, you wouldn't have a quarter of, of the resistance because everyone would go, no, this is obviously working. Like, I'm going to do this. Like, but if, 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 if people stopped getting COVID after they got the vaccine, there'd be some hesitancy in the beginning. But it would be over as soon as, as soon as like, it was like clear cut, like definitive proof that like, you know, the virus, like what they said, like the virus stops with you. If that was true, then people who like waited for like a few months or like just wanted to kind of wait it out, they'd be like, okay, all right, no, I'll get it. I'll get it. You know, it's like to, to think people are that unreasonable is I think is, is a, a dangerously unfair thing. People just want to have their questions answered and be assured. And when people say something that's supposed to be assuring from a point of authority only for those people to then be proven wrong and have to walk back their very confident assurances only a few weeks prior. <laughs> that's not fair to people. And I don't think anyone should be lambasted for, for that at all. Right. Um, yeah. People need to be able to be, to ask questions. Yes. Certainly. A hundred percent. Yeah. And if, and if someone's a fucking idiot, 
They're idiots. And the last thing I want to say about this, and this isn't, and we'll, we'll fucking move on. I'm sorry, everyone. I'm sorry, everyone. There's no way people didn't already turn off. <laughs> yeah. I should just put in things. I should put notes in the show. Be like, skip, the list, to, skip to 23 minutes. The list starts here. <laughs> uh, people are like, oh. someone's like, hey, top five of death. I saw the flash. Well, I'll check this out. Right. COVID was a fucking goddamn scam. <laughs> scam. Um, no, but the thing I hate, oh my God. And this is to the point of earlier that I said of like, some people just don't wear masks and they're not, they don't know, they won't know what I'm talking about. Like my reason for not wearing a mask and their reasons are, I have my reasons and their reason is they heard me just say, I won't wear one and they don't want to wear one either. Right. Um, man, it sucks. It sucks to have to have the same opinion of a fucking idiot. (laughs) It sucks. (laughs) And don't believe me. And, And like, no, don't not, not, no, believe me, but believe me that I also am embarrassed that I share the opinion of this fucking ding dong. I saw a guy get kicked off a plane for refusing to wear a mask. Right. At like a Disney trip. And I was like, hundred percent. I'm like, this guy's right. But like, come on, just fucking like, right. We, and by the way, it's, that's a private. Oh yeah. You're not on a government owned airplane. Right. Like you have no right to anything on a fucking plane. Yes. A hundred percent. And that is why, and that, and because I respect that rule so much is the same reason why I won't go to PAX is right. because like they You're can do it if the they want. you the asshole screaming, I'm not yes. wearing a mask. Precisely. I don't have to go. Exactly. And, they, and like, it's that simple, but yep. um, <laughs> yeah, that guy frigging <laughs> is literally not wearing the mask and people yelling at him and he's go and he's like drunk too. And he was just like, of course he is. And he literally yeah. goes like this. He goes, CNN, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> And I was like, dude, like respect, but like, get the fuck out of here. And then, uh, and then he got kicked off and his wife, his like old, like Karen, oh, shitty wife was like getting kicked off also. Cause for obvious reasons. And, oh, was uh, she the same way? She was more like, just put the mask on, but she was just right. like, her husband just got like fucking embarrassed <laughs> in yep. front of the whole plane. Yeah. This is a plane to Disney. And, uh. So she like swore and like as soon as she swore, like I, I dad, like dad mode kicked in and she was like three seats and like, like behind me. And then I like bark yelled with like the straightest, like dad voice ever. I was like, Hey, watch your mouth. (laughs) And, uh, like, I think I startled her because (laughs) we're in a short plane. We're like a small plane. Like my voice is pretty like carrying. So yeah, you got to perform his voice. Yeah, you know. This what remember when that guy yelled at us for singing about Trump? Oh, that's another that was you know what? That's another example of me being like, you know, you're right, but yeah, that's not the you got to pick well, your what fucking a dumb what uh, thing is, about being right or wrong. You're going to start talking shit to comedians when they're on stage. Uh, uh we his whole party it was just him and his wife. I know, I know we <laughs> No, we have to save that story. We need to save top okay. five stories from like the stage. Ooh, good idea. Yeah. Top yeah, yeah. five stories from the stage. Next time it's just yeah. me and you will do that. Okay. Because okay. that's a fucking good one. That's gotta be like that's me and your one. number one. <laughs> like hundred yeah. percent. It, it is my number one for sure. Me too. I can't think of another scenario that was more wild. Anyway, we saw the flash. <laughs> 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 We're getting there, everyone. We're getting there. Cut to whatever minutes this is. Oh, we saw the flag. Matt, we're 45 minutes in. Okay. So that means we have three minutes to talk about the flag. <laughs> right. Ah, oh, this, that, and the old thing. So Matt, hold on. I got it. Go, Wait, what? before you launch into it. Okay. 
fair warning. If you haven't yeah. seen The Flash, oh. you're going to spoil it. Is it going to be a spoiler? You have to spoil it in talking about it. Yes, we're half to spoil it and talking about it. So if you haven't seen The Flash, uh, pause here and then go watch The Flash and then come back and, and listen to the rest of the episode. Or if you don't give a shit, you can just listen and then, you well, know. I'd like to say this just to maybe if if you don't know if you should or shouldn't give a shit, I honestly have no idea about how Matt feels about this movie. Yep. And I can't wait to talk to you about it because it could so <laughs> easily go... Either way, it really can. Yeah, a hundred percent. I really do feel like you can love or hate this movie, and you have valid points for both. And I don't know how you feel, and I'm excited to talk. Mm-hmm. All right, so that's your warning. So Matt, you were about to say something. Um, it was just that. Like I honestly have no idea what what you're about to say, and I'm kind of I'm like riveted in waiting. That's not how that word works, but I I can't wait to 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 hear your your POV on it. Uh, 100%. One thing I will say is I can't believe that, like, uh, this song hasn't, like, been more of, like, around in the culture right now. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. You would think that. Really would. Yeah. Uh, Okay. So what's the, what are we doing specifically for top? How does this, how are we formatting this list? So this list is essentially, so this is our top five of turts, our old show, uh, which was this rules, this sucks, which means that ultimately we have to land on a hard line stance of the movie, either ruling or sucking. Oh, There's no in between. That's we so had, fucking hard. <laughs> we had shirts made up. It said, uh, this rules, this sucks. And then it said no pussy footing around. Yeah. Um, I think it might have been the fav- my favorite shirt that we had. Um, so that's where we're going to do that. Do, let me ask you this. Do you want to give our hard stance ruling at the beginning or the end? Essentially, I have my list formatted as five different points, good and bad. Okay. So what do you want to do? At the top and then explain Let's do why? the top. Let's yep. do the top. Okay. Because I think if both of us talk about our lists, you're going to know where we both stand. Fair. So let's just hit them with it. Okay. Or you, you hit me with it, because I'm fucking, ooh. Three, okay. two, one, we go at the same time? Sure. All right. You count it down. Okay. Three, two, one. This Rules. sucks. Oh. <laughs> this is the second time we did this. It really is. We did this again. The same, uh, and it was the same with uh, Black Panther. Yes. Okay. If you fucking love it, pitch it. Like, go. All Give right, me your so top five. We gotta do, or at we'll, least your number five. We'll start with number five. My number five is a... Um, a negative, okay? Okay. And this is my number five because it was like early on and this scared the fuck out of me as far as what I was, what I thought I had just gotten myself into. Okay. The CGI on the babies <laughs> in the Bro. opening scene was so <laughs> fucking bad that I was, I literally <laughs> verbally in the theater, I went, oh no. <laughs> and my wife was like, what? And I said, nothing, Never mind. Yeah, and then yeah. I just like hands on my face like they are now, just watch that whole opening scene. And all I could do was compare it to like, uh, the friggin' Quicksilver scene from friggin' For, yeah. the X-Men that was so yep. fucking cool. So cool. And then yep. this one had like, I don't know, it looked like babies that were made by first year, like <laughs> CGI animated, animating like students. And they were like, this is the best I can do. And I, I didn't know what the fuck was going on. I thought that was like, 
I was like, this movie's going to be absolutely fucking terrible. I can't yeah. believe they released it. Um, I yeah. Okay, go ahead. since since we're on that, because that would have been higher up on my list. Okay, that's like a number three for me. If I were to put it, I didn't put it in my list, but that's higher up on my list, and this is why. It feels like this movie has supposed to come out for like 40 years. So that <laughs> yeah. means they've had 40 years with just this footage. Yeah. You know what I mean? And this is what they landed on. That's crazy to me. And it's not just that it's, there's actually one scene. Actually, this is going to be my, my number five. Okay. Go ahead. My number five is actually a positive and maybe, maybe my eyes were crossed during this scene, but I think it's. The original, the first scene when they're talking, when the two flashes, oh my God, when the two flashes are talking to each other in the, what let's call, okay. Flash major flash minor <laughs> flash major okay. is the old OG flash. And then minor is the 18 year old. Okay. Sure. So we're in flash minors bedroom at yep. his parents' house. And there's a shot the shot keeps like going back and forth kind of to a little to the left, a little to the right. And they, the two flashes keep walking like around each other, talking to each other. And the whole time I was thinking in my head, did they shoot this scene twice? Or is there a body double in here? Cause I kind of can't tell. Mm. And I thought that was really well done. Cause usually it's, they plaster someone's fucking face yeah. on a dummy or, um, they shot it twice, but you can clear it like the eyesight. They're not looking at each other, looking past each other kind of shit. This, I thought this was great. I was like, holy shit. This is the first time I've seen this work. But again, I could have just been cross-eyed because at this point in the movie, I was like, the fuck is this? <laughs> so, so here's another thing about the CGI before we move off of it. The babies were fucking terrible. Absolutely Crazy, awful. Yep. But. That's not I, even the worst human character, by the way. I don't in know, my opinion. Well, so so this might be something that might be contradicting what you're about to say. I have no idea. Okay. However, when they got into like the the fabric of like time, yeah. To me, because the whole thing was like all CGI, yeah. I felt like that was a deliberate art style they were going for, and it wasn't oh. just bad. So when it was, when it was, you mean bad is the art style? <laughs> I don't <laughs> know, but there's I there's no fucking way. That that wasn't deliberately done. I just think that it looked so it was fucking shockingly bad. I yeah, but it there was a to we me agree. there was so, a there was a to a, me a the style worst human it. character, and I'd love to the worst human character was fucking um, Nicolas Cage. <laughs> but that's but that's my point. That's super, I know I know that's what you're saying. Like maybe it's in the style of that. The only thing that would contradict that is that they're all all of those universes that are clashing. Are all that bad style? No, I just thought it was like a film decision of like the you know when they're looking at things in the the multiverse or whatever. I know it's I don't know what the fabric of time or whatever they it's are. It's not upresed. <laughs> it's all, no, it wasn't it's, that. I just I just don't think it was meant to. I think it was meant to look that way on purpose. I just think that that art style when it's when it's supposed to when when you have that art style against reality, what's supposed to be reality. Right. It's just, it's too stark of a difference and it looks like shit. But yeah. when it's the only thing you see, to me, it looks like a deliberate art style. So okay. when, when that first happened, I was like, oh, maybe, maybe this was all on purpose and it just looks fucking like garbage in the first scene. But I don't know. 
But that's my number five. That's your number five. You want to go to my number four? Yeah, what's your number four? All right, my number four is, it's another negative. Okay. Um, the power creep slash, I guess, decreep of the Kryptonians. Yeah, I didn't understand that either. They're either way more powerful or way less powerful than they were. Yeah. So like Depending on when in the fight, even. Yeah, and some people defended this. So, so essentially what happened is, there's a fight scene at the end where they're fighting the Kryptonians that initially fought um, Henry Cavill's Superman and fucking Superman what? I know. I'm trying to. I'm racking my brain. Is it, for man, what is, this is it movie Man of Steel? Called. No, Maybe. that's. I don't know. Whatever. It's Henry the first Cavill's. one. It's the first Cavill. Sure. Um, but like he, like they're fucking, they're they're Kryptonian powerful Superman fucking level people. But right. in the Flash, they're kind of like that. I wouldn't say they're as powerful as they were. Right. Um, but then the, the defense I've been seeing is like, yeah, but those are different Kryptonians from a different yeah. timeline. That's like, this is what sucks. Sure. And you could say that about everything, yes. every part of this movie. Yeah. A hundred percent. Um, but I don't know. I think it's a cop out. I think Me it was too. just like. Because either you could say that for everything and nothing matters because everything is a little different somehow. Yeah. So like, who cares about any of these callbacks and not their actual people? And then why have, why have these callbacks for any of these people at all? Mm-hmm. Also the worst callback, we'll get there. <laughs> anyway, anyway, that's, that, that's going to be my number three. I can't wait to get to my number three. My number, you're a hundred percent right in it. And, and it was confusing to me. I was, aren't they weaker versions of Superman because they haven't been in our sun? I guess so. Right. But now they're as strong as Superwoman, which apparently was only there a day as well. Okay. Maybe my whole argument. Goes okay. Okay. Um, I guess you're right. Yeah. All right. Go on. My number four. My yeah. number four is a positive. Okay. The woman who plays the Flash's mom. Yeah. I thought she did. I thought she did wonderful work with who's undoubtedly an insane person. <laughs> Okay. Acting against what's his face. I thought she oh, was great. Oh, oh. I thought she was great. She, yeah. So I thought to echo your point, you really believed why this was so important strictly because of yeah. how endearing she was. Yep. Excellent. Uh, not I, overacted. I didn't not believe anything she said, even though maybe it was a little too flowery, a little too, I love you. Yeah. Which I think is really hard to do. A hundred percent. No, it was, it was. Well played. Um, I totally agree. I'd save her. I'd save her. I get it. Yeah. I'd also kiss her. She's a pretty good looking lady. <laughs> yeah, your flashback was gross. <laughs> <laughs> when you went back in time to save her, <laughs> yours yours ended in a weird way. Yeah, I, I I took the advantages of uh I took the advances that Marty McFly passed up. Yep. Um yeah, hundred percent. But that's a that's a good one too. Yeah. Um, let's see. You want to do my number three? Yeah, let's do your number we're, three. We're moving really fast. We're moving fast, but I think the the more we get into number one, the longer it's going to take. Yeah, and also these are just like some points out. I, like, I, I think we'll talk more about it afterwards anyway. Uh, so yeah. my number three um, is a positive. What the fuck was that? Did you hear that? Nope. Oh, good. Okay, it was just in my headphones. Um, my number three is a positive, and this is like a pretty big positive con- considering that this has been a major, major problem 
with the DCEU in almost every fucking film that they do. Um, and my number three is the story didn't fall apart. Yeah. So, yeah. So many times in the DC movies is like the first half of the movie good. And then yep. you can literally fucking put your finger on and touch the moment where the story just went fucking nuts or <laughs> broke or something didn't make any fucking sense out of nowhere uh, right. because of like some weird story or character decision where you're like, what the fuck just happened? Why yep. are they, why did this just happen? And like, um, in Wonder Woman, when like, I don't know, <laughs> they were like, actually I'm the God of whatever. It's like, yeah, yeah. we all fucking know that. Because right. of everything. This right. sucks. Um, <laughs> you know, in fucking uh, Suicide Squad, the fucking, the whole, in, the whole first half from, of Suicide Squad was from fucking bang, cool. From Bang, from Go, Suicide Squad is just plain Jane insane. Yeah, but the first half with all the intros, I was like, why does everyone say this movie sucks? And then it literally oh, right. like halfway through, I went, oh, Jesus Christ, that's why. Yep. Um, yep. They do it all the time. They do it all the time. Uh, but this was, you know, I was, uh, it happened so often. I was looking and waiting for the moment in the movie when that would happen. Yeah. And then it didn't. And the story was cohesive and it fucking saw itself through yep. and made like the right decisions and didn't sell anything out for the sake of some sort of fucking, I don't know. Which honestly is insane that it didn't sell itself out considering it's fucking that flash. Yeah. Like the subject matter. Well, that too, like it's so easy to to jump the shark when you're doing multiverse shit, but like that character of like I really dislike hit that character in other DC movies. Like he's too jokey, he's too that guy, he's too awkward. Um, but in this movie he even calls out how awkward he is, and I think he actually gets better as the movie goes on. Yeah. Like when he meets himself in the beginning of the movie, before he meets himself, which is like, what a dumb fucking sentence. But at the beginning <laughs> of the movie, when like his coworkers rag on him for being alone, like it's too, like when we were in middle school, we had these made for TV movies about like not being mean to other kids in high school. Yeah. And it felt like that in the beginning of just like, this was made by Nickelodeon. Like really, really this movie to me got better as it went on. Other than these giant, like, what the fuck does this mean? Questions that I had at the end of the movie. They, um, um that, that okay. scene with like his coworkers being mean to him. Yeah. I was like, oh, they're like his friends with their razin on them. And then it was yeah. like revealed that they weren't his friends they weren't at all. At all. <laughs> and I was like, wait, what the fuck what? just happened? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> they're just that aggressively. Like, I don't know, outwardly mean. <laughs> just straight up mean to their coworker that they know is like working there to try to save his dad. Yeah. Jail. And they're like, you're a fucking loser. <laughs> you suck. You suck at this job that you work way too hard at and are clearly better than us. Uh, yeah, it was the top of the movie, really. I was like, fuck, this movie is way worse than they say. And in my opinion, it got better. Um, it gets better. But yeah, that's a really interesting number three. For, like, I didn't think about this movie that way, but you're 100% right. Like, it works. It really does work. Yeah. So that was a nice surprise. And it gave me a little bit of faith because it was like, to me, this was the this was the Hail Mary pass for DC with James yeah. Gunn. I know yep. he didn't make the movie, but he scrapped other movies. So he, like, let this one through his new gates. Right. So it was like, okay, yep. what do we got? Right. Um, and it was, you know, the story was was solid so you know good good on them uh all right what's your number three you said you can't wait to get to 
My number three. Okay, so in this movie, Barry Allen goes back in time to try to save his mother from dying, from being killed somehow. My number three is that we still don't know what the fuck happened to his mother. <laughs> that she was just stabbed somehow. We never get to the bottom of it. We never see the moment that she gets stabbed. We never get told who does it. If you read the comics, you probably know. But holy shit, this whole movie is about him saving his mother. And we never get to the... He never asked the question, wait, who killed my mother? Right. <laughs> and then he goes back in time and he saves his father from, from getting... Convicted. Uh, or gets him out of jail. Gets him out of jail. He's been in jail still. He doesn't He doesn't save that. But he does this little trick. He does something. We actually don't get to know what he did to get his father to stare at a camera. So 20 years later... What do you mean? His What? You don't know what he did? No. His his dad went to go get the can of tomatoes. The can of tomatoes yep. were on the bottom shelf, and he moved all the tomatoes to the top shelf. Oh. Yeah, that's what he yeah, did. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> did you even fucking watch the movie, dude? <laughs> that does make sense. Okay, anyway. Um, the, the fact that we never go into... He's never, he never questions it in the whole fucking movie. The more I think about it, and I'm just thinking about this more now, there's not one moment in the movie that he's like, I need to figure out who killed my mother and why. Yeah. His whole point is, my dad didn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, it doesn't matter who did it, but all I know is my dad didn't do it. Okay. That's all, it's, it's as far as I'm willing to go. That's all that matters. Wait, are you like, a, are you in the Justice League? Doesn't that part matter? Nah, dog. Um, Justice for dad. That's it. So, do you know who killed his mom? Yeah, it was a different version of him. It's the reverse Flash. Right, which I thought was the villain. The first time the first time I'm like, oh, I don't know who that villain. The first time we see the ultimate villain of the movie, I'm like, oh, is that reverse Flash or isn't it? And then I was like, oh, he turns into the reverse Flash? That's kind of cool. Yeah. Um, but then, no, it's not. I So, to your point. I was very much convinced because you're a hundred percent right. The whole MacGuffin of the film never gets like questioned again. Right. And well, it never gets questioned at all. Yeah. They don't, he never cares about who, and neither does dad. Dad is like, Hey man, I'm stuck in here forever. Like we got to deal with it. <laughs> right. Like, don't you care who killed your fucking wife? <laughs> but I, I thought sure as shit that the stinger was going to be, this This is all, this, I, I had it all framed out in my head. It's a shot of the house, and then it's a shot of the mom in the kitchen. Barry Allen goes upstairs, and then it's just like the, the camera kind of pans down, so you're looking at mom in the kitchen, um, like from like the floor up, and then yeah. all you see are just two yellow boots that walk in front of the frame. Oh, yeah. And then- that's it. It just cuts out. Well, so I heard, I don't know how true this is, but I read something on Reddit after I saw the movie the other day that apparently there are different endings to the movie that got cut because of they're moving forward and, and they don't want to make a sequel. So apparently there's an ending to this movie where they intended to make a sequel. Yeah. And you're right. That's a perfect natural now that his dad's off the hook, now you maybe you can fucking figure out who killed your mom. Right. Yeah, that's a great point. So, but they didn't. <laughs> they didn't at all. They don't even care. Like, 
what what really bugs me is that they never ask the question. They don't give a fuck. It's crazy. Yeah. Numero dos, my friend. Numero, for me or for you? For you. Unless you want to switch it. No, no, no. I'm sorry. I, I forgot where we left off. Uh, so, so my, all right. So my number two is going to be a bit controversial, especially because of what you've already stated. Okay. And I, I'll put it this way. I have no defense here. <laughs> I agree, I'm, I'm going to agree with everything you say, regardless of that. And I've always felt this way, even after everything that has happened. But I really like Ezra Miller as the Flash. Whoa! I know. I know. Did you like him as the Flash before this movie? Yes. I thought okay. he was the, he was one of the only ones I liked from the Justice League, period. Really? Yes. I I don't even know what to say. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I know this is like very I know everything that he's done, he's a friggin' Looney Tune, all that, he's done bad things, but yeah. I'm willing to forgive him. <laughs> right. I mean, you love watching <laughs> <laughs> Go on. I love watching. I don't need to finish. It. Say the say the words. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I honestly don't know what you were gonna say. <laughs> I have no idea. Whatever it was must have been great because you're really. It wasn't great. It's what I just did gives it way more than it deserves. Trust me. I laughed way harder than than it deserves, but it really tickles me. Um, that, um, you watch the Cosby show just cause you think the Cosby show is funny. You could separate the man from. The- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, complete side note. I've been watching South Park again lately. Yeah. And I got to the episode where, um, with PC principal. Yeah. And they, uh, they announced that like the principal got fired because, uh, a couple of kids were referring to, uh, rape as a hot Cosby and, uh. I was fucking. I was like, Jesus Christ, this show, man. <laughs> um, God, man, South Park never change. Um, yeah, but show. yeah, no, I liked him then. I like him now as the Flash. I don't know of anything else that he's done other than his criminal uh, career, right? But I don't At know. At this point, I, you can call it a career as well. Yeah, I mean, he's. This is what. By the end of the, I, like I said, the movie gets better. At least it did for me as it goes on. Mm-hmm. The end of the movie, I actually really liked him. The beginning of the movie is how he has been in every other, uh, like Justice League movie. Yeah, and that fl- that version of him that he plays like this, like real jokey. Um, I'm the comedic relief character. I thought he's terrible. I'm like, this is a person who doesn't know how to deliver comedy. I don't know, but I see that's my thing. But the I end of the like- movie, I liked him. I feel like um I feel like he he took he was like oh Barry Allen is like an awkward like kind of a eccentric nervousy like nervous kind of character and yep. that's all he took he wasn't like try- right. I don't think he was even like trying to be funny initially with it I think he just wanted to play that and have anything that was funny from it just kind of be like a like a byproduct of of being like awkward mm-hmm. um but I don't know. I just, I liked it. I thought it was, I don't know. I just, I like that character. I like him playing Flash. Um, I like that he was so much more knowledgeable about his powers in this movie that he yeah. had, and well, he had to kind of- Him teaching con- himself is really great. Yes. Um, for sure. So yeah, totally, um, totally on board with that for sure. But that's my number, that's my number two. What's your number two? 
My number two, so I'm kind of conflicted if this should be my number two or my number one. These last two are interchangeable. I don't know. Um, okay. <laughs> my number two. There are a million cameos in this movie. Okay. You might touch upon my number one. I don't want to do that either. Okay. Well, I don't know you, what to tell you, friend. Uh, which 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 one is your number one? What do you mean, which one is my number one? Which cameo? I'm not giving away my number one. I know, but like, steer me away from it. What do you want me to say here? I'm going to give it away if I do it. Just pick one. It's fine. I'll, wait, 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 wait. Is your number two and your number one both have to do with cameos? No. Then just do the one that's not cameo related. Okay, fine. Um, The one that's not cameo related. Oh, my. okay, fine. My number two is that uh, they clearly made, I kind of touched on this earlier. They clearly made a choice that this is it. <laughs> okay. And they're like, we're done with the, with the DCCU, DCEU, whatever the fuck it's called. We're done with what it was. This ends all of it. Okay. This, this is like everything that's ever happened where this is the period on it. And now we can give the best part about this movie, in my opinion, is that it just makes a sleet, a clean slate for, uh, what's his face to do whatever he wants with the DCU. Okay. All right. I see that. How do you feel about the, what do you mean? You see it. Um, I don't know. I guess, I don't know. I guess I don't really get what you're saying. I guess I don't know the moment you're referring to. Well, the, this whole movie kind of erases it like ends what was the DC, especially like the Snyderverse. Yeah. And like those, those characters that stem from that, like they're done. Yeah. Oh, but oh. And now we can create a new, we can leave the garbage fire that was the DCU. I know, but Gal Gadot is so fucking hot. She's so good. She's a 10 out of 10. Oh my God. A hundred percent. She showed up in that and movie. And she was great in this fucking movie. I know. And that's, a, and, and you know what? And that's, I think that is the biggest travesty in this whole thing is the people that played the characters yeah. all did a good job. Yep. Oh, they all, uh, Jason Momoa as Aquaman. Yep. I liked it. Yep. Gal Gadot. I, my God, she. She's I, perfect for that. She's perfect. End of sentence. In every way. End of sentence. I, yep. if I met Gal Gadot, I would, I think. You I might pass be, out. I'd be starstruck. A hundred percent. I don't yep. know what I would do. Yep. I would be like shaking. I'd be so nervous. I think I'd be, I'd be, you know how people are like, oh, I'm afraid I like trip and fall, like walking up on stage or right. something like that. Yep. If, I, if I met Gal Gadot, I'm convinced and I'd be so afraid of my teeth falling out of my head. Or like your knees being so weak that you fall over. No, my knees are pretty strong. You, have, you do have strong, you have crazy strong knees, but you're right. And Cavill as Superman, I don't, I can't see you creating a better one. I think he's a. I think he's fantastic. It's. I think he's been in shit movies and I think that he's been written into shit parts for that character, but I think he, him as that character is perfect. Yeah. I mean, come on. He fucking, he looks apart and you're not yep. going to find anyone. Right. That has he's that build and yep. is that fucking handsome of a fucking yep. man. I and is as big of nerd. Like he can really yes. speak to, uh, it's on, on, you can get a better Batman than, uh, Ben, but he's not bad. Uh, this is, I always say this about Ben Affleck. Bad Batman, great Bruce Wayne. Oh, that's a great way to put it. Yeah. And that's and I feel the exact opposite about Robert Pattinson. I think he's a good Batman and a shit Bruce Wayne. Yeah, him as Bruce, him as emo Bruce Wayne doesn't work for me either. Yeah. But you want to get to your number one? 
Yes. Okay. My number one is cameo related and I fucking lost my shit. My asshole fell out of my body. I had to pick it back up and <laughs> roll it like inverse donut, roll it back into my ass. And, uh, I couldn't believe it. You already mentioned it. Yeah. The fucking Superman lives, Nicholas Cage, Nicolas fucking Cage. cameo from such a fucking what? deep cut comic book world, fucking lore reference of a thing. Like, not only do you have to be a fan of, of comic book movies, but you also have to be, uh, what's his fucking name? Who wrote that movie? Who wrote it? Uh, Kevin Smith. Ke you have to be a Kevin Smith fan. Cause like, that's the only real reason you would know about this. Cause yes. you heard him tell the story. Yeah. And it's, it's such a cut, like deep cut doesn't even begin to describe how deep this cut is. It's for those who don't know, who don't understand how fucking insane that that was of a scene, right? just YouTube Kevin Smith, Superman Liz, this whole thing, this whole yep. thing stemmed from Kevin Smith getting asked about essentially like a rumor at a convention where he was speaking at and him telling this like <laughs> 15 minute anecdote about him being tasked with writing a movie called Superman Lives that starred Nicolas Cage. Which then as Superman. As Superman, by the way, who was with like long hair. Right. And the whole joke was that the guy producing it who had the rights demanded <laughs> that he fight a giant spider in the movie. So in this movie, you cut to him fighting a giant fucking spider. <laughs> it was it was wild. Wild that they did that. Yep. And like two things. I was happened. in okay, let me tell let me say this. Okay, go ahead. I was in a theater with two other people. Okay, I saw this at 11 a.m. yesterday just just to see it before today. Yeah. And I've been there with two other people, both of them guys. Yeah. And it's a big, th it's not like a regular size theater. It's a fucking huge theater. You're all sitting and directly next to each other. <laughs> we're holding hands. Yeah. Sitting in a line. No, there was one guy like six rows behind me in the middle and one guy six rows in front of me in the middle. And that was it. Uh -huh. We uh, adhered to COVID protocols by accident. <laughs> And you, guys, you guys are such good humans. <laughs> good for you. And when this happened, the guy behind me said, fuck you. <laughs> and it, the, uh, me and the other guy started laughing pretty hard. That's so funny. Like, uh, the only time anyone really responded to anything in this movie was him saying fuck you to that. And then all of us laughing at it. Uh, I wasn't laughing at it because I thought it was ridiculous, but also because I thought it was ridiculous. I was just like, I can't believe you did this. It's... It's so crazy to me, but yep. I feel like that was a nod to the world that it's like, Hey, we get it. Right. We know what's good. We know like, like that was to me, that was like communicating, like, listen, DC is in good hands now. Right. Like, don't worry right. about it. Yep. We like, this is how far we're willing to go to please fans and kind of give you like a decent world now that we knew about this like just thing that is such a deep reference and a deep cut and we put it with full oh, CGI. Yeah, we put it in this fucking movie. Yeah. <laughs> we made it apart. 100%. And then the, there's a moment where all of these, okay, at the end of the movie, universes are depicted as just this colored orb. Yeah. And like, imagine there were like rows rotating in the orb and each row was kind of like a film strip of mm. the Superman in that orb, in that universe. 
So like the film strip would kind of move and you would see whoever and each row had its own kind of different film strip within that universe. And then each orb was its own universe that had different Superman in it. Right. And there was a bunch of different Superman and Batman from live action and cartoons colliding into each other. There's a million fucking cameos, most of which are not real. Like this, this cameo that we just talked about, the whole <laughs> thing is CGI, including fucking what's his face. Nicholas Cage. Nicholas Cage was a fully CGI Nicholas Cage that never opened his mouth. No. <laughs> and he's, he's fighting the, uh, what is it, like the Targaryen snare beast? That yeah. refers to it as. He's <laughs> like, don't call it a spider. Uh, all right, uh, snare all beast. Right. But, <laughs> yes. Sure, go. Yeah, go. Oh, that's a, oh, man. So that's, so that's my number one. And that's what like really was like the cherry on top. Like, I hey, I like this movie. And then that yeah. happened. I was like, oh, this movie's fucking great. So I kind of had this, like, I was like, this is ridiculous, but this leads directly into my number one. All right, go for it. Okay. So we just told you there's a bunch of cameos. Um, obviously cameos of Superman, but there's also Batman cameos. A big one being, what's his fucking face? Who's the Batman that's in this whole fucking movie? Michael Keaton. We didn't even talk Mike, about it. We didn't even talk about Michael Keaton. By the way, I fucking loved him. Yeah, he's great. He, for some reason, the way he gets in this movie is he jumps out of a cupboard. Yes. Which, like, oh, okay, <laughs> go on. I I have to say one thing about go this. Ahead. This movie also has not one of, but to me, hands down, the funniest moment in any any comic book movie I've ever seen. Me and my friends were literally tears rolling down our face. We laughed so fucking hard at this. Is this the last moment of the movie? No. Okay. No, this is during the fight scene and Flash Miner is wearing Batman's old suit. <laughs> yeah. And he's wearing the cowl that famously the neck doesn't move. The, yeah. And he's sitting next to uh, Flash yes, Major this, and he yeah. like forcefully turns his head <laughs> in the shit mask and like it all like folds up and gets all mangled. Yeah. That fucking shot yep. of his face, it was so <laughs> fucking funny. I think I missed 10 minutes of the movie after that because I couldn't breathe because I was laughing so hard. And again, that is another deep cut nah, reference. Yep. Deep yep. cut reference to Michael Keaton. Like I said, famously, the reason why he never turns his head in Batman because he fucking, literally can't. The cowl can't move. Right. But, oh um, man. Anyway. Michael Keaton, I thought was great in this movie. I thought he was way too overpowered. He was fucking, he'd one punch three, he'd one punch people through walls and shit. Hell yeah, dude. Michael I was like, Keaton. what happened to Keaton? Anyway, uh, he was great in this movie. And then he be, he's like the fucking like Jedi master, like teaching them like why, how tr time travel works. Anyway, he was yeah. good. The second, oh my God. The second Batman cameo is like the last cameo of the fucking movie. Yes. So everything happens. We save dad. By the way, we save dad and then we walk out of the courtroom. Dad's not there. No, he, well, he forgot that he was supposed to go to jail. <laughs> so he, he just went back to jail? He's so used to going to jail, he just went, that's where he went. He he's like, all right, went. I'm going home. And then he went to his cell. He's like, oh, fuck, I don't have to be here. He did say earlier in the movie that he, maybe he's more comfortable in jail. That's right. Yeah. So they let him. They asked him, do you want to go back? And he's like, I might as well. Yeah. They I have shoes. They just started charging rent. <laughs> <laughs> so after that, he, he we leave the courthouse. Um, ben Affleck's car pulls up. He gets a text message from from Bruce Wayne, and it's like, congratulations. Yeah. Bruce Wayne's car pulls up, the same car that Ben Affleck was in. 
a man gets out of the car. We don't see who it is. Finally, the man gets through the through the crowd. The crowd, and who is this man, Matt? Uh, it's one Mr. George Clooney. George fucking Clooney gets out. Yes. And then the Flash is like, who the fuck is this guy? I think it's the only F-bomb in the whole movie. It made me laugh. Yeah. He's like, who the fuck is this guy? And then George Clooney's like, are you okay? And he's like, uh, and then movie over. Okay. Here's what really bugs me about this part of the movie. And this is probably why I walked away saying I hate this movie. Okay. Do you remember how his Batman movie looked? George Clooney's? Yeah. Um, yeah, it was very like cartoon comic booky. Exactly. It was way, way over the top. And when I was a kid, that was like the Batman that came out. Yeah. And that, like I had that Batmobile and I had those toys, even though it was a terrible movie, I love the freeze and shit, you know, Mr. Freeze. Yeah. And then he just gets out into this world and I was like, oh, I would have loved to see 2023's version of Clooney's yeah, world. if like the reveal of him, they did that like off to the right kind of bottom corner angle comic book shot on him. Yeah. That would have been funny. Right? And like, I don't know, lean more into that, but no, it's like cool modern day Clooney and he's like, I'm Batman, you remember? Yeah. And that was it. And I was like, fuck you. Yeah. They should have also bat- flashed to like, uh, like Val Kilmer in like a, like a hospital bed. <laughs> yeah. Well, he does say at one point in the movie, this is going to hurt. And then he like, yeah, he has like bruises and shit, but you're right. If anybody should have walked out of that car, it should have been the, either, either of the new bat Batmans. No way. You You don't think so? No. No. Like Nolan's Batman would have been bad. That would have been cool. Cause it's like more in this world. Christopher Nolan would have been fucking, I mean, uh, is his name? No. Who who played him? No, that's the director. Yeah. Uh, Chris, who fucking played him? Uh, let's just say Chris Pine. It's, it's not, not true. Chris Pine. The fuck? <laughs> Who played Batman and Christopher it was Chris Nolan? Hemsworth. No, it, it was a Chris though, right? I don't think so. Everyone's mad at us for not remembering this motherfucker's name. And he's, he's a good actor. A terrible villain in, in Marvel movies, but a good actor. <laughs> Who do you think it is? Take a guess. Um, Patrice O'Neill. Christian Bale. Christian Bale, so close. Yeah. Uh, no, no, you're right. That, w- that would have been cool too. I forgot about him being a, uh, being Batman. But, I mean, arguably the best Batman, really. I mean, certainly the best Batman movie. Yo, yeah. Oh my God, yeah. Dark Knight's my second favorite. Dark movie. Knight, ten out of ten. Yeah, should have won for best picture that year. My point should have been nominated anyway. My my point, like I walked. That wouldn't have been the fucking car that he drove. Yeah. You know what I mean? I just was like, "Fuck you!" <laughs> and then what does that mean? Like. So is he not? In is the right his universe? mother alive? Right. Yeah, that was the only thing that I was like. Um, I wish they just if they were gonna wrap it up in a bow. You should have fucking tied the bow with a double knot and like right made it like officially done. But they left that like open ended. Oh, he's in a different world still. Right now he's stuck in a different part of the multiverse. And uh, I mean, it's if you've seen one multiverse movie, you've seen them all. Uh, the other multiverse movie that's out right now is a better multiverse movie, in my opinion. Have you seen it yet? What? Doctor Strange? Spider-Man? No. Doctor oh, Strange. it went to the Spider-Verse? No, yeah. I haven't. The second one, I have not. Matt. What? I saw it twice. Oh, congrats. You don't have fucking kids. I took a kid the second time I went. <laughs> well, you shouldn't have. I shouldn't have. I, actually, he was making me mad. He kept, he kept like talking loudly during the movie and it was a packed theater and I was like, shut the fuck up. And then by the end of the movie, he was mad at me. 
And I was like, no, you're being the asshole. Don't be mad at me. That's so funny. Um, no, I did not see it. I will. It's see a it. better. It's a better multiverse movie. I will hold this judgment until because it's a, a two part movie. Uh, I'll hold just this judgment until the second part comes out. But this it might be my favorite comic book movie of all time. Really? Yeah. Huh. That's a bold statement. Bold. I mean, the other one is definitely in the top three anyway. That's wild. The other Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. Okay. All right. I get it. Okay. Um, but yeah, so you thought it sucked, huh? Because I wouldn't that? say sucked. Like I said, no, I was interested to you hear. Said you're right. It's full one way or the other. Yeah. This movie sucked. Um, I feel um like you, though I by didn't... the end of the movie, I enjoyed it except for that last part that really put a bad taste in my mouth. Really? Well, I was going to say it's from this whole conversation. I'm surprised you landed on sucks. Yeah. Huh. I thought it was, I thought it ruled. I thought it's worth seeing. It's too bad. It's like tanking financially. Cause it was so much better right. than like every other fucking shit DC movie. A million. That's particularly that James Gunn hasn't directed a million percent. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm, I'm excited. I, oh, did you, did you see the preview for blue beetle ahead of that? Yo, d- was this just my theater or did you have to sit through like 35 minutes of previews? That being one of them. I only watched two. I watched the Indiana Jones one and the Blue Beetle one. There was, I stopped counting at seven. That's too much. For mine. That's too much. Way too much. But Blue Beetle, to me, looks interesting, but it also looks like every other fucking superhero movie, origin story movie that I've seen. So I'm like- Looks pretty cookie cutter. Yep. Um, Yeah. I don't know. And also, I'm shocked that they're making a fucking Blue Beetle movie. Yeah. I don't think I read any Blue Beetle comics. Not a top tier guy. I'll say that. But uh, I do like the actor playing him from uh, Cobra Kai. Um, oh, that's who that is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, I don't know. But yeah, I don't know. It, uh, so far, so good. I mean, I, it gives me hope for the, the new DC uh, universe that's that's coming out. I'm Well, there's interested. also the Aquaman that's coming out, too, with yeah. old Aquaman, man. Uh, now I don't know what to believe. Right. Like, where where is this? Anyway. I have no idea, but going to um, going to the fun butts at facebook.com slash make fun network where you can chime in about the show. Yeah. Yeah. The show. You said so many shows. Uh, let's see. Let's see what people had to say. Cause I asked essentially just, uh, you know, just give a rule suck on, on the movie. Oh yeah. Uh, let's see all comments. I hate this. Here we go. Uh, William Valentine rules. Kenneth Warren Lane rules. Uh, Daniel Sepultura says it rules. Now let's go over to the group. Um, Brian Davis says it rules. Charles F. McDonald says, I haven't seen it, but based on trailers, sucks. Oh, see, that's the Interesting. point. Uh, Mike Dill rules. K-Funk Marshall rules in all caps. And Minch Mateer, the freshest of the fun butts, says fellatio, which I think he means sucks. Yeah. So yeah, split down the middle. I wonder if those people who saw it and thought it sucked... I wonder if, oh, if they said it sucked, I wonder if they saw it, to be honest. A hundred percent. I, it doesn't, it would not surprise me if everybody says that it rules, but there are giant holes in it and I'm just focusing on the holes. I mean, as a man, that's your whole job. That's, that's my job. You're right. Yeah. That's my Focus 20%. on the holes, everybody. Yep. Uh, all right. Yeah, on that note, <laughs> on that note, uh, that's going to be our show for this week. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, you can uh, follow us on Twitter at top five of death. Uh, you can find us on Facebook, uh, at, you know, facebook.com slash top five of death. Also, you can join the make fun network, which is, which brings us this sh- wonderful show and you become, you can become a fun, butt 
over there at facebook.com slash top five of death. Matt, any plugs? Um, you know, just those holes. <laughs> plug those plug holes, those ladies. Holes, baby. You're going to sink if you don't plug them up. Let this be a lesson to you. Uh, but uh, on that note. <laughs> Let the submarine be a lesson. <laughs> Smell <laughs> you <Ladies>. later. <laughs>